Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So on the pitch, I took the first season of Shark Tank. People would come out halfway through. They would break down. They couldn't finish it. They were this, they were that. And I, I said to the producers, I said, I'll just write up. a. have got a, a little formula that I use on pitching. And I said, you tease them. Get their attention with an attention-getting problem. You please them by solving the problem with unique solutions and magical transformations. And then you seize them by giving them an irresistible offer. So tease, please, and seize. You've got to get their attention and start with a problem. Solve the problem uniquely and then give them a heck of a deal. Why do we have insights when our mind is quiet? How do insights play a role in our ability to learn, and when do they impact the trajectory of our lives? Welcome to Insight Out, where we explore these questions and dissect how insights influence who we are and ultimately who we become. I interview New York Times bestselling authors and some of the most influential minds of our time to find out what insights have helped to make them who they are. When I realized that the world worked in many different ways, I'm going to choose to create a life that is specifically designed for me. I see infinite capacity to think and create. That's the magic that we all have. You can tap into that any point in your life. You just have to decide to do it. And as a leader, you have to be a transition figure. As Dr. Covey said, be a light, not a judge. Be a model, not a critic. If you're like me, constantly working to design a life that will allow you to reach your fullest potential so that you can leave your mark on this planet, then you're in the right place. I'm glad to have you on this journey and hope you enjoy this episode of Inside Out. My guest today is the godfather of the infomercial, is one of the original sharks on the hit TV show Shark Tank, has launched over 500 products, generating more than $6 billion in sales worldwide, is responsible for taking 20 businesses to over $100 million in revenue, and is the co-author of the books, Mentor to Millions, and one of my personal favorites, Key Person of Influence. Today, we're going to talk about his roots as an entrepreneur, the story of how he literally invented the infomercial. We're going to unpack why you should build a dream team, and discuss the power of aggressive curiosity. It gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show, the truly legendary Kevin Harrington. Awesome. Thank you very much. You did it better than my mother. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you are a legend. I'm so excited. Let's dive in. Tell me about Harrington's Irish Pub and your dad's role in guiding you as an early entrepreneur. My father was a restaurateur and owned bars and, and nightclubs. And when I was 11, I started working in his establishments and, you know, I was like washing dishes and bar backing and all the grunt work, you know. But after a couple of years, I said, Dad, I'm enjoying this and learning a lot, but how do I make money? You know, I'm not, you know, there's, there's not a lot of money. I was making a dollar an hour because this was way back. But anyway, my dad said, you have to start your own business. So 
So he mentored me and I was fortunate to have a father who wanted me to be an entrepreneur because my mother did not want me to be an entrepreneur. So there was this, you know, she's like, don't listen to your father. You got to go to college and your sister married a doctor and your sister, your other sister married a lawyer and you need to be a doctor or lawyer. I said, Hey, we've got that covered in the family already. So I want to be the entrepreneur, but yeah, so I, I started a driveway ceiling business in Cincinnati, Ohio, when I was 15 years old, knocking on doors and beautifying driveway ceiling cracks. And then when I, my senior year of high school, I was going into college. My father sat down with me and said, look, you know, the bar business has been tough. I don't have money for you to go to college. If you want to go to college, you're going to have to pay for it yourself. So I said, well, I'm not sure I really want to go to college, but I, I'm going to because I was a good high school student and, and, you know, I had a business. And, and so I went a couple of years, but while I was going to school, I was also I had 25 employees. And after two years of doing both, I had to quit school. So I chose to continue my business. And, and then the rest is history, Billy. I think, you know, I was sitting there one day, you know, this is now more than 40 years ago, watching cable television. I had just ordered cable, just started way back, back 40 years ago. So I bought a house, I ordered cable, and I was lit, going through the cable channels and I got to the last channel and there was nothing on. It was just these colored bars. And I called the cable company and said, Hey, what's going on? I'm getting 29 channels, 24 hours of sports, ESPN, news, CNN, MTV music, but there's nothing on channel 30, the last channel. And they said, Oh, it's a new channel. It's discovery. They don't have a budget for 24 hours a day. And I'm like, so what? It's an 18 hour a day channel, six hours of nothing. And that's when the light bulb went off in my head. What do you mean? Six hours of nothing. Well, we don't have anything to program six hours a day. So I cut a deal back in the early 80s, Cincinnati, Ohio, with my local cable company. I started putting on programs, 30 minute shows. And these were crushing it. They were bringing massive revenue streams to me. Then I went to the National Discovery Channel and signed a multi-year contract for the exclusive rights to six hours a day on the Discovery Channel. And this was an awesome asset that I had. And this goes all the way back to the early 80s. We were programming the six-hour block. Then we said, oh, there's two hours a day on Lifetime. There's six hours on Nashville. There's all this time just started coming available and not just in the United States, but also on a global basis. So we went to London, cut a deal with the Sky Channel. We went to the Middle East, cut a deal with ART, Arab Radio Television Network. We got 30 hours a day in 20 Arabic countries. We had 30 hours a day all across Europe, 16 countries, 16 languages, etc. And so we started getting very sophisticated in our distribution. And we were putting, so we would take the Jack LaLanne juicer and run it all over the United States. And then we would take it into the foreign markets and we'd have to do the electrical approvals, just like there's UL in the United States. There's all the different electrical agencies all across the world. So we started getting very sophisticated with our distribution of products because we had to have approval before we could sell electrically or in some cases chemicals they had to go through if it's a skincare product 
We had to go through their medical advisory boards to get approval before we could sell it in those markets. But bottom line is we started producing 50 plus infomercials a year. This is the thousand plus products that we launched over time and had a lot of success. Jack LaLanne, George Foreman, Tony Little, Billy Mays. We can even go all the way back to the early days. Frankie Avalon, Zero Pain, right? From, there's unbelievable opportunities in the product side of the business. So anyway, that's that's the quick how I got started story. And of course, you know, then I got the phone call to, to go on Shark Tank. And, and that was a lot of fun, a good run, taking pitches on Shark Tank, investing money and hanging out with the rest of the sharks. So that was a nice payoff in the process. One question I have for you is you got the distribution part figured out. Like you had the foresight and maybe, I mean, it was, I wonder what that initial spark was when you saw that there was this empty space, you had the courage to call, walk us through that initial phone call. Like what exactly did you do to make that happen? I said, the first call was, Hey, look, I'm not getting anything on this channel. (laughs) Like, Oh, well you tuned in during the downtime. Right. Like downtime. I said, Oh, it's an 18 hour a day channel. It's just, you tuned in during the six hours that it's not on the air. And so I said, oh, so if I tune back in, I'll see it 18 hours a day? And they said, yes. So I said, okay, great. Well, what are you doing with that other six hours? Nothing. I said, great. Can I come down and talk to you? So I went down and this is the most unbelievable thing that I'm going to tell you right now. Because I sat with them and they said, they said, Kevin, just so you know, when we got the contract with the city of Cincinnati, we had to to give them a special deal for local entrepreneurs. And I said, well, what do you mean? What's that? They said, well, meaning we have a channel that we is we give local access to entrepreneurs. And we also, the city required us to build a studio here in our facility so that we could give local entrepreneurs access to production on a very cost-effective basis and also the media. So I said, well, look, I just want to put it, I want to do a show and I, w- I want to put it on your time. I want to shoot a 30-minute show and I want to air it. And they said, let us give you a proposal. So they came back to me with a proposal. We're going to shoot the infomercial, 30 minutes. We're going to shoot it. We're going to have three cameramen. We're going to have an audio guy. We're going to have a lighting guy. And then we're going to have an editing guy. So we're going to film it. We're going to edit it. And then we're going to run it 30 times. And that 30 times times 30 minutes is 900 minutes. So you get 900 minutes of airtime and you get a production total all in of the show. It's completely turnkey, produced, done, everything. The total for all of that, $800. Okay. I said, where do I sign? Okay. That $800 investment generated $26,000 in sales. So I said, I think I'm on to something here, right? So that was the beginning, really, of, I call it the birth of what we were doing. And so then we just started going to all the trade shows. I went to the houseware show, the hardware show, the fitness show, the beauty show, the golf show, and just started looking for products. I did 35 trade shows a year as the as seen on TV guy and just took meetings with people with products and pitches. And and really, it's funny because when I met Mark Burnett, I said, Mark, tell me you call it Shark Tank and these are sharks. So explain it to him. He said, as a shark, 
He said, you're going to take pitches. You take a pitch, it's three minutes to pitch, and you get three minutes to make up your mind whether you want to invest. And I said, I'm going to answer your question of whether or not I can do that, but I, I'm going to tell you I've been doing exactly that for 30 plus years. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I go to the houseware show. I take pitches and I instantly within minutes know whether or not I'm going to pursue it. So he's like, well, that's awesome. And so I did an audition that day and they loved it and said, you're the first shark. So that's how I became the original shark. Okay, <laughs> The original of the original. You managed to find the distribution. You're a master at finding the product. The other thing that I'm thinking right now and having just read your book, you talk about this idea of not waiting for the perfect plan. And you right. embodied what that means. So I think the third leg of the stool is take action before you have a perfect plan. Why is that so important? Yeah, because so, I mean, I had a partner at one time that he had a mindset that everything about the product had to be 100% done before we ever test it. And so the packaging, the four color packaging, the tooling, the this, the that. So he would go out, he would spend a quarter of a million dollars on a project and a year. Then it tested it and it bombed. And it was totally a waste of time and money and we're done. I said, we could for 50 grand and in 90 days, we can get this product to a 90% level that we can test it before we invest the other 200,000. And let's see if, it, if we got a pulse on it. And so we changed our business philosophy to test before we invest. And not that we don't invest anything, but let's not go spend a half a million, a quarter million, a half a million on dozens and dozens of projects and find out they had no potential when we can do these early tests for small amounts of money. So yeah, we like to do tests on the shopping channel. You can put it on HSN, QVC. Today, we can do a digital test on Google or Facebook or Instagram, put a, a message out, a video out, say, hey, what do you think of this? And so the ability to get good information before you spend big money is, is there today. Yeah. And I, I love frameworks, right? So test before you invest. Here's another framework. And this is for the pitch. T's, please, and C's. Tell us what that is. So on the pitch, I took the first season of Shark Tank. People would come out halfway through. They would break down. They couldn't finish it. They were this, they were that. And I, I said to the producers, I said, I'll just write up. a. have got a, a little formula that I use on pitching. And I said, you tease them, get their attention with an attention-getting problem. You please them by solving the problem with unique solutions and magical transformations. And then you seize them by giving them an irresistible offer. So tease, please, and seize. You've got to get their attention and start with a problem, solve the problem uniquely, and then give them a heck of a deal, right? And that's really, if you look at any infomercial, any two-minute spot, I mean, when we did the Ginsu, for example, the opening scene was a Chinese guy trying to kick through a watermelon with his foot. <laughs> and so your people would say, Kevin, why do you start a knife show with a, with a guy trying to kick a watermelon through his foot through a watermelon? I said, so in three seconds, we have this shot. Would you try to cut a watermelon like this? Boom. No, you wouldn't, right? Introducing the Ginsu. Whoosh goes right through the watermelon with one slice like a hot knife through butter. And so 
what we did with that foot through the watermelon was we got your attention. It's like, what the heck are they? What's this guy doing trying to cut a watermelon with his foot? So now we got your attention. Now we're going to sell you the Ginsu knife set. And by the way, so we started with the T's and we also showed that other demos of knives not being able to go through things. And then, then we pleased by showing major benefits, but wait, there's more. The C's was for the first callers in the next 30 minutes. We got six free steak knives, a bread knife, a paring knife. That's the irresistible offer side of what we're talking about, right? So make it irresistible. 20 knives for 20 bucks. I mean, come on. What a deal, right? But wait, there's more. Your value stacking. I love this, man. You're a big believer, as am I, in this idea of aggressive curiosity. And, And you mentioned that you went to 35 trade shows, but you didn't leave it just there. I mean, you were on planes. There's a great story in your book. You're on a plane looking at all these magazines and really trying to find that next it product. What are you looking for? And like, what's most important for you as you're looking at the tapestry of products that are out there? So look, I think the bottom line is, is that I look for products today because this business, now that the internet is so sophisticated on a global basis, it's a global business. And in the early days, when we first started, we only ran inside the United States and that was enough at the beginning. But then we started into foreign markets, but to take a 300-pound fitness product and try to ship it from here to a customer in, in Japan or wherever it might be, the cost of doing business with heavy, big products is very difficult. So we have kind of focused more on smaller items that can ship easily, and we look for items that solve problems. And I'm going to give you my biggest thing that I look for. I like products that create magical transformation. And if it's weight loss, you lose a lot of weight, you see a big transformation. If it's skincare, let's call it proactive. It solves your acne problems. You go from a terrible pizza face to clear skin, right? And so magical transformations sell, and that's what I look for. And so when Tony Little first came to me with, he had the ab isolator, I said, well, Tony, I said, this is a great product, but I want to know, do you have any success stories? He pulled out a, a folder out of his desk and he had dozens and dozens of people before and after pictures of them losing weight, looking awesome. That was all I needed to say, let's do this project because magical transformation sells. Oh, brilliant. And so when you're looking, let's just say you're in the days where you were on the flights and you're looking, one of the things you mentioned is you look where the eyeballs are going. And and today you've mentioned the sophisticated internet world, social media world. How are you able to look around corners today? We've got a lot of great connections over the years that, you know, our network of people and uh, global partnerships and, and affiliates around the world. So, you know, we tend to get information quickly when something is, you know, coming out, something new, something exciting, because we do business with the QVCs, the HSNs. We hear, oh, this thing just took off on HSN. This is a big seller on QVC, right? So we try to tune into what's hot. And we also, because of over the years, I've been very close with like the publishers of the magazines and Homeworld Magazine and HFD and the different publications. 
these guys will call us sometimes when they see something, you know, mm -hmm. or when I go to the housework show, I like to hang out with people in the industry to say, look, the publisher of Homeworld magazine, he's got an inside track on the housework show. So if I can connect with him and smoke a cigar with him and find out, hey, what's hot at the show? That saves me from five hours of walking around, right? <laughs> That's what I like, you know? So it's having good connections, and I call it creating the dream team, surrounding yourself with the dream team, right? That's so per Man, you were reading my mind. That's exactly where I was going to kind of finish this off here is when we think of the, you got the distribution, you got the product, you do all those things. The next thing you need is you need to have the people, right? And the people could feed you products, but then the people around you to help with all the other things. How do you build a dream team, man? What's the, what's the secret sauce? So you build a dream team by, by getting like-minded people to be part of the team. I mean, I'll give you an example. I had a, the former president of L'Oreal Beauty. They have 5,000 employees, billions of dollars. He had retired. So I was getting involved with beauty, and I brought him in as a dream team member, and he became an advisor to our company. Now, he used to make a million dollars a year, but we were paying him $5,000 for a day and getting his advice and getting his wisdom, and then then we could give him a little piece of equity to be part of that dream team. But we had a million-dollar guy for five grand, and sometimes we get them for free because they just want to be part of something, right? But surround yourself with experts. And by the way, this is what I like to talk about some of the companies I've been involved with. This is, uh, well, geez, I just lost the, the, I had a can that I was drinking, and it's gone, but I've been involved with a company called Celsius Energy, and that is taken off. Also, a company called Restaurant.com. Uh, I've been involved with those guys. They have an awesome business. So I have been able to join companies' boards and advisory boards and help support them by being a member of their dream team. And this is something that I'm doing nowadays. Love it. And you're paying forward, paying back. Thank you for your time today. I want to just, you don't have to look far to find you. KevinHarrington.tv. You're on LinkedIn. You're on Instagram. You're on YouTube. Where else? And you mentioned a few of the things that are projects you're working on now. Where else should people learn from you, Kevin? Well, I mean, I think KevinHarrington.tv. Thank you. That's a, that's a good place to go. I've, we got all kinds of free things you can download there. By the way, The Key Person of Influence is an awesome book. We've got digital copies of that. But I highly recommend you do that. Also, we've got a new venture. It's involved with a group called Wicked Tuna. It's a TV show that Disney owns. That So tune into that one. But I'm sure we'll be back sometime, Billy, doing another one of these. And we'll connect with the folks uh, and have some fun. So I really appreciate you having me today. It's been a real pleasure to be here. Thanks, Kevin. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for being on Inside Out. Super. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Inside Out. I hope you took away some valuable insights that will help you in business and in life. If you like this show, the best payment you can give is to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. You can also listen to past episodes and see a breakdown of all the best insights by going to insightoutshow.com. And for the record, there's no greater compliment than sharing this show with your friends on social media. So if there's an insight or a lesson that you liked, please share it and tag both me and today's guest. And until next time, remember, your next life-changing breakthrough moment may happen when you least expect it. Insight out.